Welcome to Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things. I'm your host, Carrie Roberts, and I'll be showing you how average, everyday people have chosen to make positive changes in their life to accomplish what makes them happy. I hope this podcast will allow you to feel a connection with people who have something in common with you and make you realize you can have the life you want. Hello, podcast listeners. Today, my guest is Sonali Detta, and she is calling in from India, which I'm so excited. She asked to be on the show. So welcome, Sonali. How are you today? Thank you, Carrie. I'm absolutely wonderful. It's a pleasure to be featured here. Thank you. So I was reading on your website, which is all about uplifting content, that you said even as a very young child, you were always somebody who was smiling a lot, smiling going into school. Can you talk about what it was like when you were like a little kid? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, my mom always says that, you know, when she was giving me away to school on my first day, uh, there were a lot of kids, okay, so they were crying and they didn't want to go into school, but I was the only kid who was actually smiling and I just ran into school, all right? So I think I always feel like I have this uh, love at first sight with my school and I cannot hear any wrong word against it. And if given an opportunity, I would go back again. But um, after it entered school, it turned out to be a little bit different, actually. Uh, the thing is that I was one of the most quietest kids in school. I would not talk. I was shy. I was, I, I'm an introvert by nature. So I could not talk out loud. And I would really hang out with uh, a lot of cool kids in school. I would be befriend them easily. But then when asked to, you know, point out an opinion or something, I would not be able to do that. So it was a little very difficult for me because I was playing around in my comfort zone up until high school where I had to step out of my comfort zone when all of my friends took a different stream and I was amongst people I did not know at all. So that is when I started networking and I started making friends on my own and that is when I actually faced a lot of my fears which is why that was a very big milestone for me. It turned out to be way different and which is why I like helping people and, you know, getting them out of that comfort zone because they have to at some part of time. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, that's very common, I would say, for middle school and high school kids. You know, a lot of times their parents move or their friends move away. And so that comfort zone is kind of the first time it's taken away. What did you do, you know, in high school when the friends moved away and you had to create new friendships and as you say network you know what were kind of some of the steps you took at such a young age and how did you know how to do those things uh, well i just like to say that i had one best friend for like 12 years in school okay so she was like kind of my anchor she would always initiate a conversation she would always do all the cool stuff and i would like follow them around okay kind of like mean girls I yeah like the than the plastic one. I, would be <laughs> <laughs> I was that. So it's funny because she would be the cool kid and just because I hung out with her, I would be also framed as cool. But I would be so uncool. That I was a geek. All right. So then later on, when she moved out and she joined a different school uh, in class 11 and 12, we, we have certain like standards over here. 11 and 12 is like the uh, high school for Indians or like in the Asia region. So when I moved into 11 and 12, I always used to sit in the back bench. Like earlier, from much of my childhood, I was in the back bench only. 
But then in 11 and 12, I was so conscious because I had to make friends. I had to get out of that comfort zone. That was the only time, I think, for a month or two, I sat on the first three rows. It was terrible for me because on those first three rows were people who would actually study a lot. And I do not frame into that category. And all the cool kids who I wanted to be friends with would sit absolutely right at the back. So I have a friend who would, uh, now is a friend, he was back then a classmate. So he would come up to me and somehow he understood that I was not part of that crowd. So he'd come up to me and say, hi, how are you? And why don't you come join us? And I would, be, I would be a little reluctant. I would feel that maybe he's being nice or something like that. Then after th three or four times, I actually took that offer and I went back. That was an icebreaker. I mean, that guy, that friend of mine, I will always give him credit for this because he got me out of this rock I was living under. And since then, it, it never looked back. I would be friends with anybody and everybody. And uh, I remember there was a day when I came back home, I was so down, I was so low on energy. I told my mom that I think I should leave this school. I don't want to stay here anymore. And she told me something which I don't think I've heard ever before. She told me that if you leave this school, you're going to die out of insecurity. So better you go back there and do what you do best. So I was like, all right, maybe, you know, she's right. She's my mom after all. And I don't have any other option. So I went back. And within a month's time, I became so popular that we had like three different sections. All right. And there was one common class wherein we had to move into a different section and sit with them for that math class. I would be so popular and people would want to be with me so much that when I would enter the class, there would be two, three different groups asking for me, like, come sit with us. Oh, no, come hang out with us. And then when I would go, would go to another section, they would call me, hey, how are you? Come sit with us. Come hang with us. So I got into that zone of thinking that, you know, I can't speak to people. So it's just about a little bit push. If you, you know, look at yourself in a way where you feel like what's going to happen, people are going to laugh or I don't know, maybe I'm not good at this. You can't really do anything with it. You have to get out of that comfort zone. And it happened pretty early for me, I think. So, you know, your technique is kind of, you said, you know, just making the effort to go and talk to a variety of people, not necessarily just, you know, a specific one or two. You know, one of the big questions that I'm fascinated with in general in life is how is it that some people have that mindset to change, to say, okay, I'm not happy where I'm at, and so I have to do something different, and some don't. Like, do you think it was your mother's influence that made that, or you've always had that, or, or where do you think people find that to say, okay, I'm not happy with something, and I want to change it to get better? I think it's that introspect. You know, when my mom told me, like, for example, a lot of people have it easy, okay? So, for example, if they go into a job, and they don't like it, and then if they have a lot of networking friends or, you know, if they have a family business, they leave that job and they join the business. So they have a lot of options. But for me, my mom showed me the mirror when she told me that you do not have any option and that you love this school so much. And if you go to any other school, you will suffer more bad. All right. So better you go there and step out. So I was there all alone and I did not have anybody else apart from myself. So I just got that idea out of my head that if people are going to judge, let them at least judge me for who I am and not for someone rude or someone too shy or someone weak. So I would randomly go out to people, talk to them and find something common 
with which we could talk about so with guys i would talk about wrestling and sports and maybe news and you know all those stuff and with girls i would be a little um boy centric if if that's the the issue there so it it would be very easy to go and talk to these people because i would actually catch a pattern there so if you want to go to high school girls you rather talk about boys or makeup or maybe some sort of tv series which is going around and if you want to talk to guys you would have to start with sports or maybe some latest technology and that would crack the deal so i pointed out these factors and i just went head hard it clicked for me yeah i think that's really smart especially at such a young age to say how can i be myself but talk about topics that these people might be interested in to create a connection and that created a lot of success for you that's really smart um and i think it's really smart to hear you know what your mother said to you how do you think having a supportive parents uh helped you or continues to help you feel and be successful oh a lot i think uh, i owe 100% i would not even say 90% i owe 100% to my family and specifically my mom it's very um different all right the the way that people are like kids are raised here are, are pretty different like when when a kid is born then the parents have a lot of you know aspirations from that child so maybe my child become something like this maybe a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer these are all the cliche stuff but my mom and and then in india there's an also a problem of a girl and guy child so if 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 a girl child is born automatically i don't know why people sort of look look very down upon that kid and like you have a girl there's problem so we take it sort of like a burden but my mom is very different she actually was proud that i was a girl and when people used to come up to her and tell her oh man you have a girl and she would be like so what i have a girl so what like she used it to her full advantage that i have a girl who can compete with any guy so that was the whole mindset training that i had from a very very young age and since my mom is a working woman so i never saw her at home being a complete housewife and with that also she balanced things so well she raised me on her own along with other family members as well so it was really really you know inspiring for me to see my mom that way and i wanted to make her proud so i think that um children these days are overburdened with a lot of things specifically um their parents and their hopes so if something goes wrong they automatically go into depression they go into a lot of bad habits they go into bad company and a lot of things depend on how they have the equation going on with their parents so they're not going to come home and tell their mom and dad that that i had a problem here i had a fight there or maybe i lost money here or maybe that girl is not talking to me some like that no relationship talk no money talk no nothing talk so they're just going to go to their friends or they're going to go to some bad influence they're going to watch some movies or something online and they do all the wrong stuff just because there is no friendliness between them and their parents i think i'm really really lucky because i had that energy going on with me and my family wherein i could share i still can share anything and everything with them Mm. Well, your mother sounds like a remarkable woman, um, and I think that that's wonderful what she's taught you. And I'm also a big component of parenting. Um, you know, I talk a lot about how I have two great parents, and I think that has shaped a lot of who I am too. So that's really neat to hear. Now, for people that don't have a, you know, didn't grow up into a great situation in that way as you did, 
What do you tell your friends or other people that say, well, I don't feel I can talk to my parents about this or my parents want me to be something, but I don't. What is your advice to them? Uh, first of all, I would advise them to find someone that they can talk to, all right? It can be a, a relative, it can be a friend, it can be a mentor, it can be a teacher as well. But they have to be very, very um, choosy in choosing that person. Why? Because if you choose someone who herself or himself is insecure or who does not know how to guide you, they're going to guide you in the wrong way. So you need a support system. Along with that, you need a person who's going to be bluntly honest with you that this is right and this is wrong. And I'd always say that uh, before we assume a lot, right? So before you're even trying, you assume that, oh, my mom's going to kill me or, you know, my dad's going to shout at me or I don't know, I'll be throwing, I'll be thrown out of the house. That's wrong. You just got to at least make a baby step. If you think asking for a very big thing can create a huge issue, so start asking the small things. If small things are getting approved, make that rapport with your parent or even one parent will work. But I always think that you need to have a connection with them. If you don't try, your parent itself or himself is burdened with a lot of work, running the family and house, their own careers and you guys as children, they have a lot of pressure on their head. So if you make the first move, I think it's going to be a lot better for everybody and the whole scenario. Mm, yeah, I think that's interesting and empowering to teach the younger generation to speak up to the parents first, because you're right, they do have a lot of things they're taking care of. And, and I think that's in all parts of the world, you know, parents are always working hard and making sure to provide for the family. So everybody has at the very least, you know, the bare necessities. Um, so I think that's a really good point. Now with your um, social media and your website, when did you start doing that? And why did you feel you needed to start writing and kind of sharing some of your thoughts? Uh, well, it's been almost a year, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be a year in Feb. So uh, it's not, not really that old, it's fairly new. But uh, I got into this gig when I started learning digital marketing for myself. And because I started, wanted to build a brand for myself, that that was the originating point but i i was always a writer and i used to be like i used to maintain a journal and a diary back in school then i sort of stopped because of a lot of factors here and there i got influenced and i stopped the writing habit but later on when i felt that there's a lot of things in me or there's a lot of observations and learning which i have done back in the way I've evaluated myself and back in the way I've grown from being an immensely insecure person to now being so confident that I can talk about my insecurities in front of anybody and everybody just to make them feel comfortable that yeah I've been there and I know how you feel so I wanted that whole introspect and that whole learning to go out into the world because you know uh, when you hear someone talk about you know when you hear someone give you advice that you should do this you should not do that it's okay until a certain point of time. But when someone comes and tells you that, yes, I've been there and this is what I've been through and this is the person I was before and now look at me. So that's a lot more inspiring than just telling you what to do and what not to do. So I would like to be that person. And also, I want to be a listening ear because I've always been a listener. I've always heard a lot of stories of people and I, I wish to guide them because people are so busy saying their own story they're not listening to anybody else they're just saying same thing i want to be the listener if there's someone having some kind of problem 
if there's even one person i can help with it and if i can't help with it i can just be a listener let them you know get all the things get all those energies out of them and then let them think what they're going to do mm yeah i think that's really good um i agree i think a lot of people are talking but not enough people are listening and people value that a lot who are the um you know the type of clients or the type of people that you generally work with or tend to attract is it a younger generation is it male female is it people in a certain part of their life what do you find seems to be attracted to the type of stuff that you do i generally attract people who are in high school and mostly people who are into college and like work, going into the work field you know like freshers and those people who are just freshly into the work field because i've written a lot of articles regarding work and uh, when you graduate freshly you have a lot of different expectations from the world and it's it's pretty it's a very harsh world out there so if you're not going to be prepared that way you'll take everything personally and you're not going to be able to grow it's at these you know early ages when people they, you know pick up bad habits and they get bad, into bad company and all of those so i don't want to like make anybody go into all of that purposes i want them to understand that these are the practicalities of life and you have to go through this if you want success you have to accept failure you have to be prepared for that so there's a very a funny thing which happens to me i'm not very good with roads and you know travel and all that sort of thing even though i love traveling but the local roads get me confused here even though i've been in my hometown all this while so when i have to go to a new part of the town i always have it in my head that i'm going to be going to the wrong place twice and the third time i'll get it so even if i lose my way first or twice or even thrice i do not lose hope because i'll be laughing at myself and tell myself that yeah i knew what was going to happen so the same way if you go into a new project or if you go from school to college and college to work you have to put inside your head that the first two three years or the first one two months are going to be right up on you if you have that mindset whatever comes your way you'll just take it with a pinch of salt yeah i you know you're a very smart young woman and um you know i think you articulate things very well and i think you're in a really good demographic because um you know even though we live in different countries i just think it's interesting as i'm hearing you talk just how similar we are as human beings and i think it's the same thing in the us you know people have the pressure from the parents to not only do everything but to be great at everything and then they get so stressed cuz they can't live up to that expectation um and then people kind of get out of college and they go into a job maybe they don't like or they're not sure what to do and then they're unhappy cuz again of these unmet expectations how do would you say in india or even in general um how do people kind of go into the workforce what type of work do they generally do um are a lot of them trying to start their own business are a lot of them working in the family business are they working in tech or being a lawyer like what's something that kids normally do and are they happy in that field see i'd like to say that when we're in school we're not guided well right so over here in india you see you'll find a lot of kids who are good at sports who are good at arts who are good in writing but their parents force them into the academic field of it maybe you know they want to make them lawyers and doctors and all of those high accolade things which they are not interested in so if your kid is a dancer why don't you make them go into dancing from the very tender and young age instead of pushing them into something they don't like 
first of all it's that second of all i think kids and you know people going to high school have to be um very conscious of the things that they like so it's not always a parents fault that they're not understanding what you want you have to understand for yourself so if you like to swim if you like to paint or even if you like all the academical things like drawing i'm sorry like uh, being a lawyer or a doctor if you aim to be that then you have to be very clear with your goals and say to your parents with mom and dad this is what i want to be or you know I, if i look at this person i think i could be that guy and i could do it well if you put out that thing clearly in front of them they're going to guide you and help you in that way what i see in the young generation working or walking into the work field is that they lack this introspect they don't understand what they like they just go into it because other people are going to the same field like being an mba or i don't know being an engineer and they just walk into it head held high because oh my father told me to do that or because my mom has a business i have to run that no you have to know what you like you can't blame it on them so if you're not being clear with yourself you're going to be in a job in in your business which you don't like and you're going to do it bad that's the most important thing and then you're going to complain that i was pushed into it no you were not pushed into it you chose it so there's a very big difference between pushing and choosing you you are the person who's choosing it they're giving you an idea it's always up to you to say no you have to have the guts but people don't have the guts because they don't know what to do so if you figure it out at an early stage or at least try to figure it out you're always going to have help and you will be satisfied with the work you do otherwise you'll be complaining all your life and we all know majority of people just complain and complain they do not do anything Yes, I am sitting here like shaking my head yes to every single thing you're saying because I completely agree. Uh, I do think that's a very common thing again throughout the world. Um, are you doing now or do you have aspirations to kind of work with the schools in your area to see if you can start getting them to implement to have that conversation with students and parents early on because like you said, both schools and the same thing here, you know, you learn your subjects and then it's kind of be on your way. Nobody's really working with kids to say well what are you great at or what do you really like and how can we help you pursue that further is that something you're interested in and working with schools to help develop something like that yeah for sure i think i have always like not always but uh, in the past year i have grown as a person and all these learnings have come from the years of you know procrastinating and thinking what i'm going to do what i'm not going to do so i was like it would have been very easy for me if someone actually told me that you know you're good at this so go do this and there were a lot of people who thought that i was good at something and whatever they said i followed that path and so i've also had a lot of ups and downs here and there and i think if i was guided well enough the way i'm guiding myself right now i would be on the road to success much earlier so i have this um sort of plan to approach schools for um, us to maybe if they have a counselor with them in school uh, to have a counseling session done to each student you know not only regarding the careers also regarding their habits their daily habits anger management insecurities people need to speak up a lot if if they're so insecure that they do not have the conversation with themselves they're never going to grow as a person if you have sort of like a violent environment at your home you cannot come to school with a head with a mind to study all of the things that going that are going around in your family are going to affect you in that way so there has to be a person with whom they can be open 
to their fears and all the things that they are scared about and also i think um, i would want to conduct speeches at schools to just tell people that you need to have a little bit of confidence inside yourself i'm so tired of looking at all the younger generation generation in the sense that people of my age i'm 22 currently people of my age getting into all the bad things here like clubbing and partying and i don't know drugs and drinks and smoking i don't understand why because if if i go out clubbing i don't see one person who's actually enjoying they're just dancing to the loud music they're dancing to their insecurities they're dancing to something that they're trying to hide and it pains me i understand that it's so easy and so easy for me as a person who understands a normal psychology of a youngster to go in and catch your weakness and like manipulate you to my favor so it's really really tough that way so i would like to educate people in that genre as well mm. now going back to something you said earlier uh because again i'm curious how it's different from here you had talked about that when your mother was pregnant with you and she found out she was having a girl that people were kind of like oh you have a girl like it's a bad thing that people always want boys do you find that that's still the case today and if so how do you find you know you being a woman and doing these conversations in the talk how do people kind of take that as a whole um well yeah it's still common like uh you know it's all about mindset even if you you're very rich you have this um, big house and you have a big business if your mind is like that it doesn't really change for you so I see a lot of people when they have a girl child first of all I don't understand how the mothers are sad because you yourself are a girl <laughs> yeah yeah it's very funny for me but I don't understand it and then the other people are also sad even though the majority of people are women themselves so even if it's a boy or a girl I don't understand why and how it's going to make a difference you know I'll tell you from where the originating thought came from because I think I have an idea I would not comment so much but i'll just tell you a little bit of it earlier girls would not work right so they would sort of be a burden wherein girls were given away in marriages with a lot of you know gold and furnitures and money as a dowry called a dowry system right so that thing actually is illegal you're not supposed to give away anything as a part of a tradition you can give away as a gift or as a gesture but it's nothing of that you have to do that and now girls are becoming so independent that they are surpassing boys by a very large margin so if you have a girl for me i would feel like it's an asset because now if my girl goes to a family or my girl goes like marries a guy she's equally contributing to the family she's equally a money maker she's equally independent she's not living on anybody else's you know finances so that is something which they don't understand or they don't want to understand and since it's been a tradition to like treat girls a little inferior it it's just going on and on and on and i think a lot of things need to be changed by the generation that's coming on and also i feel that if you have a family whose main agenda or who has treated girls or looked upon them in an inferior way it's very difficult for a person to come up from that background because that's your reality you have seen women treated in a little different way seen in a different light you have seen women not in a stronger note right so it's very difficult for you to get out of that zone but i think it's possible 
and right now for me um being in this zone my mom like i said and people around me are very very supportive but usually i do find people who would be little uh you know stepping back because they're seeing how oh, it's a girls or like that and since i live in, in you know we have traditional languages here like cultural languages so every state has their own language so if someone else from another state steps into my you know town or my city then they expect a very cliche form of the people living here all right so they expect that we act or we talk in a certain way and i surpass that as well so it's very funny for me when i am in a crowd and they talk about us um the culture i belong to the talk about us in a funny tone and i would just stand there and laugh and listen to all of the cliche stuff they say about us and later when someone would be pointing out to me and say that oh do you know that she's a bengali i would laugh and they would be surprised oh my god you didn't realize i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and i would be like it's fine i'm nothing like that so it's all about judgment if you judge a person like all right she's indian so she might be like this 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 or she's american she might be like this 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 these are all the judgments that are formed preformed inside our head but before judging a person from their background from their culture from their religion from anything you have to understand is he or she a good person if people from india are for example if people from india are deemed to be very good at heart and if someone who is not really good comes up to you you just cannot deem that person to be good just because he or she is from india you have to judge that person for the person they are so this is the thing that needs to be challenged predominantly in all areas yeah uh i think that's beautifully said and i agree um again because yeah everybody has you know judgments or stereotypes or they think one thing or another in their head but i always believe that we're more alike than we are different and as you and i are talking and really just kind of meeting for the first time it's really cool and this is one of the things i love about you know technology and the podcast that i'm doing is i'm meeting people from all over the world and i'm like wow like you get it like you get what i'm talking about and we get each other and like that has nothing to do with where we live in the world and i think that that's a really neat thing like you said to just kind of uh let go of judgments and be open and get to know someone as a person and then decide are they a good person or are they not do i want them in my life or not yep 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 so right yeah no i think that's all a really good insight and it's neat to see that even though like you said that there's stereotypes of women and men which again we have here in the US um you know with everything going on and um but women are more and more speaking up and they're doing more things and saying you know look we are just as good if not sometimes better at certain things and it's really neat to see and I love seeing you at such a young age doing that and pushing that and again I think it's great that your mom helped to instill that as well thank you thank you so much means a lot yeah so what is what is kind of kind of next what's the next thing or when you look you know 10 years from now or in the future what is something that you would love to do you know based on kind of the stuff you're doing right now well in the next 10 years i see myself traveling all around the world to be honest and i see myself meeting people and by that time i would have gained a lot of more knowledge if i can gain that much knowledge in one year introspecting myself then i'd been introspecting a lot of different cultures and people and studying uh very deep into human psychology because i think that if you get human psychology um better you can understand that how you would portray yourself in front of other people and how to understand another person better so i would like to go 
in depth into that and i would see myself as a public figure for sure obviously for all the right reasons yeah and you said i when we were talking earlier you said you speak three languages what languages do you speak or is english hindi and bengali and is that something that again that that's like pretty normal for people to grow up speaking three languages or is that something that you learned in school or on your own no 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 well bengali is my mother tongue because i live in bengal so that's the language here and hindi is something which is called a second language so you learn that from it's it's actually the language the common language for indians so everybody speaks to each other in hindi because everybody knows hindi and english is the global language so we have to learn that as well to communicate to other people who do not know the local languages so i think um, i i don't think i i know that uh, every average indian knows at least three languages that's really impressive <laughs> like i was telling you earlier i was like oh i would love to learn a second language i know here in the us it's interesting because you know you're you you learn a language in school but it's just not the same because i think there's a lot of emphasis on like writing the language rather than speaking it um so i too would like to be able to speak in the language fluently but i think it's a lot of like being around other people that speak that so that you can get the practice helps a lot yeah you know what i do like i'm a trainer as well a part time trainer apart from the personality thing that i'm doing the personal development thing that i'm doing that i teach people and i train people on spoken and communicative english because over here is uh, a lot of people are do not belong to english speaking schools so it's very difficult for them to step into the work field when they actually have to speak or communicate in english and they're not able to do that it's a lack of confidence for them they're unable to like make the other person understand what i am or what i do and they fall short of confidence and all the knowledge that they have gained over the years all the years of experience go into the drain so english is pretty pretty interesting and along with that very important for us in india as well yeah no i think that's really cool so where can people find out more about you on social media or your website can you give us the information on that yeah it's uh, www.b hyphenendlessriver.com yeah and you have a website and then you have um your social media too so we will link that up in the show notes and my last question i ask all my guests is what is one word or quote or mantra that you try to live by every single day all right so okay, this one's uh, sort of like a brainer i have to think on that um I think I don't know if it's a quote or something but it's sort of a thinking and a learning for me that if you're scared of something the number one person you should tell it to is yourself you have to say out loud that I am this person and I'm scared of being this person so what next because a lot of people live in denial as I used to do back in school I would live in denial I would feel like nah I'm this cool person or yeah I can do that but then when actually faced with that situation i would back out and then that would be more of a, a very difficult thing for me to get out of that because that would be a scar on my shoulder and i would feel like oh my god what just happened like now people are going to know and now people are going to laugh and i would just go deeper and deeper and deeper into myself so i think the number one thing for change is to tell yourself that you can do it and if you have an issue with yourself you have to make that clear to your own self first to face your insecurities by saying it to yourself out loud 
That's a good one. I, I haven't heard that one before. And I like that a lot. I think it's good. You know, when we're in the silence and we're honest with ourselves, uh, you know, we need to hear that truth in order to grow and move forward. Well, thank you so, so much. This has been a wonderful conversation and it's amazing to see what you've already done and created for yourself and for others. And I look forward to seeing all the great stuff you do in the future. Thank you so much. Likewise, it's been a pleasure being here and I would like to stay in touch with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would greatly appreciate a review over on iTunes. And if you'd like to be featured on the podcast, be sure to message me over on Instagram at Kerry, K-E-R-I dot N dot Roberts. Remember that each of us has something that makes us great. So go out there and show the world what makes you extraordinary. <laughs>